finding suitable mental health medications can be a challenge. The GeneSight test may help. Did you know that genetics can play an important role in gaining insight on how a person may respond to various medications? Understanding this may help reduce medication trial and error. GeneSight is a genetic test that analyzes variations in DNA. It shows how genes may affect someone's metabolism or response to medications commonly prescribed to treat depression, anxiety, and other mental health conditions. Visit GeneSight.com for more information. This is The Jerry Callahan Show. Well, that was a wild weekend. Paul Pelosi gets hammered. The uh, Associated Press has decided that uh, it is a uh, January 6th insurrection. You know, the guy, the nudist, the San Francisco nudist, jewelry hemp maker who lived in a house strewn with BLM flags and rainbow flags. Yeah, that guy. He, he, he's, he's just another uh, MAGA insurrectionist, you can tell. We'll get, we'll get to the media reaction to this. They were hoping, they are hoping, they are praying that this can somehow help their team in the election eight days from now. I think it's a stretch. We'll see. We got tweets from Hillary and from LeBron James and everybody hoping and praying this is going to uh, swing things in their favor. We'll see. I know what is going to what is going to swing things. John Fetterman's going to go on the View, and we are here for that. That sounds like a <laughs> that sounds like a uh, parade of uh, moronic uh, people. Um, we'll see. Uh, Stephen A says he's underpaid. Guess why? You'll never guess. He makes thirteen million a year, but he's underpaid because he's black. Yes. Uh, we got uh, a wild NFL weekend. We have the, the Patriots beating the Jets <clears throat> and the Jets um, hope their, their, their great hope for the future is the worst quarterback in the NFL. Yes. I'm not kidding. I will explain why he is just an embarrassment. Um, we got Joe Biden voting, which was exciting. <clears throat> not because he got to vote because he got to pin a sticker on his granddaughter's chest. And boy, did Joe Biden enjoy that. We'll, we'll tell you about that. And lots more on today's Callahan show brought to you by my pillow. Today's show is sponsored by my pillow. Go to mypillow.com and use code word Jerry for huge discounts. It's that time of year. It's time to start thinking about the holidays, thinking about Christmas and this is how you make it easy. You go to MyPillow.com. You can get the standard MyPillow, normally $69.98 for only $19.98. With code word Jerry, MyPillow is made in the USA. It comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. It's machine washable and dryable. It's the most comfortable pillow you'll ever sleep on, and it makes a great Christmas gift. Get it now and support this show and strike back against cancel culture. MyPillow isn't available in big box stores and you know why, but you can get factory direct pricing. If you order from mypillow.com using code word, Jerry, not only can you get the pillows, you can get the Giza sheets, buy one, get one free half off of slippers. They have the greatest slippers in the world. Six piece towel set, regular one Oh nine 99, just 39 99 with code word, Jerry over 150 products at mypillow.com. Check it out. It really makes Christmas shopping easy. Just go to MyPillow.com and use promo code Jerry. All right, happy Halloween. Yes, it is happy Halloween. It is uh, Kirk Minahan's birthday. Happy birthday to my sometimes friend. And it is the end of Sober October and not a minute too soon. I made it once again. 
I decided already I can't do this. I, I got to find another month. It seems like a good month to give up, uh, to go, to go sober, to get sober, to, 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 to not drink, but lots of stuff going on, man. It's just been a wild October. I'm, uh, I'm a, you know, news junkie and the news just never stops, man. This has been a crazy month. I, I understand why it is an all out effort on the part of the Democrats and the media. Again, one in the same to do what they can to, to stop the bleeding. Literally. This was a Mika, Mika Brzezinski, Mrs. Joe Scarborough this morning. She said, uh, they had a segment coming up and they were going to explain why Republicans have embraced political bloodshed. <laughs> Republicans. So we've decided, or I should say, the media's decided that David DePape, DePapey, the 42 year old Castro nudist, the, uh, the drifter, the druggie who makes hemp jewelry, who sometimes lives in a bus, whose house. It appears to be some kind of wacky hippie commune, nudist commune, is strewn with BLM and uh, and uh, uh, rainbow flags. That guy, they decided he's a MAGA guy. I, I'm telling you, this is a turning point in a number of ways, but mostly it is it it, it shows the lengths to which they will go to help their team uh, eight days from now. It is almost laughable that they can make this out to be uh, a make this out to be right wing violence, which is very rare. Most of the political violence comes from the left. We know that we'll go over the uh, various examples of uh, left wingers, Democrats committing political violence, often ignored by the media. They're not going to ignore this one. They're just going to lie to you about it. And here's why you are perfectly allowed. You you. You, you have every right to speculate, to, to, to buy into conspiracy theories, to wonder what really happened with Paul Pelosi, because there's an all-out effort on the part of the media to lie to you, to gaslight you. They want you to believe it was just some random druggie wandering into the Speaker of the House's home, just walking on in and bashing poor Paul Pelosi with a hammer. Well, you know what? I choose to not believe it because these people, including the Associated Press and MSNBC and CNN, they've been lying to us for so long. Why should we believe their narrative here? Why? I, I don't. I don't. Here's what I know. Here's what I know. Here's what I think I know. Paul Pelosi is a wild man. He's 82 years old. Uh, a few weeks ago, busted for driving his Porsche drunk. He would have gotten away with it. They would have buried the story, but he smashed into some poor guy uh, in his Jeep. We never found out who the passenger in Paul Pelosi's car was. Uh, maybe we'll never find out. They tried to bury the whole thing. They tried to hide his mugshot. Some people in the media pressed him. We finally got some details. We finally got the, uh, the, the body cam from the cop to see just how, how hammered Pelosi was. Well, here he is at uh, two in the morning. In his underwear, another another fact that they've uh, refuted said, "Oh, he wasn't in his underwear. It wasn't random." We have the nine one one call. On the nine one one call, Paul Pelosi calls DePape um, a friend, a friend. So you're going to tell me it was just some crazy random hippie mega guy when the guy who is being assaulted, when the guy who's being attacked refers to him as a friend? 
I'm sorry. He knew him. He know he knows this this lunatic, this 42 year old nudist hippie, um, which begs a million other questions. Why why would he invite him in? Why would he have him over his home? As if you've been online, if you've been on Twitter, you know there's all kinds of speculation. There's all kinds of rumors. Some of which the chief twit Elon Musk tweeted out. Uh, God, Musk is going to be fun. Musk is going to be, I don't know how it's all going to go. I know I'm not paying for a blue check mark. That's one of his proposals to make people pay monthly for their blue check marks. I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not going to do it, but uh, he is just, he's, he's, he's mischievous. You know, he likes trouble. He's a little bit reckless. He tweeted out a link to a, uh, to a story that claimed all kinds of conspiracies about Paul Pelosi and his gay friend, uh, his gay lover uh, the other night, but, and then he deleted it, which sent, set the media and uh, the Democrats off. But my favorite tweet of all time is this, uh, oh, this is Hillary Clinton's tweet. We'll get to Hillary. This, this is one of my favorite all time tweets. Elon Musk, uh, 13 hours ago, the New York times, everybody was all over him for linking to this story in the Santa Monica press, some fringe site, and then deleting it. And they accused him, big headline in the New York Times, Elon Musk in a tweet shares link from site known to publish false news. And Musk responds, this is fake. I did not tweet out a link to the New York Times. (laughs) (laughs) That just fills me with encouragement that he is going to continue to just just take these frauds on. Um, there was, there was obviously lots of rumors, some of which were false. And I guess we're now supposed to be alarmed and upset by false stories, by fake news in the media. I mean, the same people, the New York times that published fake news every day, thousands of fake stories about Trump colluding with Russia. It was obviously, uh, discredited long ago, but it didn't stop them. They did everything they could to destroy Trump. They published, they, they, the ones who said the laptop was Russian disinformation, that Russia was putting bounties on uh, our soldiers in Afghanistan. One fake news story after another. Alex Jones is a thousand times more credible than New York Times, but the New York Times is really alarmed by fake news when it comes to Paul Pelosi. Um, I, I, I don't know if we'll ever get all the answers but from uh, about the Pelosi thing, but they're, again, we're free to speculate because they will lie. They will gaslight over and over again. And there's just so many questions that they will not answer. They will hold a press conference today, by the way, in San Francisco. I, I hope, I pray there'll be people there from the New York Post, Fox News, maybe Breitbart and others who will actually ask questions and try to get some answers most of the media will be there uh, in, a, in an effort to circle the wagons around the Pelosi's and help them through this difficult time and make sure that they, uh, that they paint Pelosi as an innocent victim. But think about it. I, I got, I got so many questions about this. So many questions. Um, she's third in the line to the presidency. She's the most powerful woman in the world. She is, she, in, in, there's nobody more obsessed with the security. She built a fence around the Capitol because she felt threatened. That person has no security at her home in San Francisco. So you expect us to believe this drifter, this dirtbag, this dirty hippie could just walk in there with his hammer. Uh, they also want you to believe he yelled, where's Nancy? I don't believe that. 
I will tell you why I don't believe that because it fits nicely into their narrative that the, the target wasn't Paul. It was Nancy Pelosi. And that, according to the Associated Press, let me get this story up. According to the Associated Press, that's what the insurrectionists said on 9-11, on January 6th. I'm sorry. It was it was much worse than 9-11. My, my bad. It was much worse. Let's be honest. Here is an actual, an actual Associated Press story. If you ever wondered if you were going to, if the media would ever see the error of their ways post-Trump and start doing their job the way they're supposed to do their job, forget it. You got eight more days. The, the media has one goal and one goal only is to limit the damage to their team on election day, November 8th. Actual Associated Press story posted, I believe, last night. The man accused of attacking Nancy Pelosi's husband carried zip ties with him when he broke into the couple's San Francisco home, according to a person briefed on the investigation. In what is the latest parallel to the Capitol riot of January 6th, the person was not authorized to speak publicly. The attack on the Democrat leader's 82-year-old husband, Paul Pelosi, less than two weeks before the November election that will determine the control of the Congress as well as key statewide and local offices was an unsettling reminder of the nation's toxic political climate with threats to public officials at an all time high members of Congress are being urged to reach out for additional security. Oh, you mean those people that wanted to defund the police are going to have additional security now? Um, uh, it, uh, the police chief said, quote, this is a somber reminder of the threats election officials and families face. Police in, uh, say the assault on Pelosi was intentional. The They said David DePape uh, confronted Paul Pelosi and demanded to, to know where is Nancy. Um, eerie echoes of the January 6th riot were apparent in the incident at the Pelosi home. Hold on. This, again, this is not MSNBC. This is not the Boston Globe. These, the, the, these, these jokes, uh, uh, media outlets that are absolute jokes. This is the Associated Press, which formerly was considered straight news. Eerie echoes of the January 6th riot were apparent in the incident. First of all, we don't even know what happened in this. This is their sources saying, he said, where's Nancy? You know, you know what I believe? I will tell you, I'm a longtime observer of the corrupt mainstream media. I believe they 100% made that up. That's what I believe, because that's what they do. They make things up. They had a story. It was, let's tie this to January 6th. And they assigned a writer, a willing, uh, a, guy, a person named Lisa Mascaro. They told Lisa, let's make this about January 6th. And Lisa was probably like, how do I do that? Figure it out. Zip ties. He had zip ties. Again, I don't believe that. Until the cops hold a picture, until we see a video. Are you telling me? Everybody I know has a has our doorbell cam. Everybody has video surveillance at home now. It's a thing. It's kind of a weird thing. You know, we'll go away for a night or two. My wife and I will catch, we'll, 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 we'll see my son like ordering a pizza or, or, or going out late at night and be like, we got you. It's, it feels a little uh, creepy at times, but everybody has a doorbell cam, right? Are you telling me Nancy Pelosi in her, what is that? 
seven, eight million dollar mansion. Nancy Pelosi, who through corrupt inside trader has made her has made herself worth one hundred and fifty million dollars. Doesn't have a doorbell cam. Of course she does. We have video. The cops showed up. They have video. They have body cams. The third person that opened the door, we should be able to see that person today. If there's no cover up, we will see video today. Do I think we will? Of course not. Of course not. They will cover this up. They will advance this narrative that David DePape, the uh, the nudist hippie, is a January 6th insurrectionist. Yes, they actually wrote eerie echoes of January 6th. Okay, let's go over some of the facts that we know. There was this guy, he was in his underwear, he had a hammer. The cops arrive, he's wrestling Paul Pelosi, 82-year-old drunkard for the hammer. Paul Pelosi gets hit. Apparently fractures his skull. He's in the hospital. We wish him the best. Okay, stop me when there's any echo of January 6th. Okay, uh, again, Ironhead, you're not particularly bright, but Mm -hmm. maybe you can help me with this. Have you seen, heard any echo of January 6th in the descriptions, in the the stories that you've read about the attack on Paul Pelosi? Any? None with any merit. He was in his underwear. Maybe he had a red hat on. Yeah. Yelling, where is Nancy? First of all, even I, if he said that, he's a friend. I think Paul on, uh, yeah, I dead. think on, on the, his left butt cheek on the underwear, it said M A and on the right one, it said G A. And that he, was, yeah, he had the MAGA tattoo going. He had the red hat, you know, clearly, clearly a MAGA guy. It is absolutely absurd. If again, if this were, if this were, I don't know, Mika, Donnie Deutsch or some Craig, Mike Barnacle or some crazy left-wing liar, you'd say, okay, that's a bit of a stretch. This is the Associated Press this morning telling you that a crazed, naked well, nudist in his underwear with a hammer, a friend of Paul Pelosi and Nancy Pelosi, wrestling with Pelosi, bashing him in the head, is somehow tied to the MAGA people who uh, stormed the Capitol almost two years ago. Utter, abs- utterly absurd, but somehow we're supposed to accept that. I don't know why. This was at 2.27 in the morning. Again, the one thing I feel like I know is Paul Pelosi is a wild man. 82 years old, drunk, out out on the town. I think... David DePape was invited over. I don't know for what. Maybe we'll find out for a cocktail, for a late night cocktail, maybe some some weed. I don't know. For a party. Yes, for a party. I, I think Nancy Pelosi and Paul Pelosi are married in, in, you know, in name only. She's probably never there. She's busy. She's in D.C. destroying the country. He's out there having a good time. That's the fact. This guy was was busted after midnight, 82 years old. Drunk driving, swerving all over the highway in his Porsche with a friend in the passenger seat that we never learned about. But I, I think the, the, the efforts to make this about Republicans, to make it about politics, to make it about January 6th are laughable on their face. But that doesn't mean they won't try. And this this notion that every Republican or every media member has to offer their best wishes on Twitter to Paul Pelosi or their heartless partisans. I, I just watched uh, one of these sleazy, uh, what's it that, that uh, I forget the guy on uh, CNN. And he's saying not a word from Donald Trump. First of all, why does Donald Trump have to say a word about this? Secondly, he did. 
he was on, he did an interview Friday and he condemned the attack, but they don't care. They want to make everything about Trump. They're obsessed with Trump. So they will make this about Trump. But all right, let's, where do we begin with this? Let's start, let's get to the president, the United, the president of the United States, as we know, if he's, if he's talking, he's lying. It's just, I mean, he's just, he's a nasty old man in the throes of dementia who just goes out there and lies and gaslights the public daily. Joe Biden to this day has not condemned the attempted murder of a Supreme court justice, Brett Kavanaugh, the guy who traveled across the country with a gun, with zip ties, with all kinds of uh, weapons. He was going to, he was going to kill a Supreme court justice. The president said nothing. Another question for you, Joe, do you know who Kaylor Ellingson is? Do you know Kaylor Ellingson? Do you know who that is, Ironhead? Sounds familiar, but I do not off the top of my head. Sounds familiar. I'm going to guess most people uh, would say that. That's probably because the Associated Press and New York Times and CNN had no interest. Kaylor Ellingson was an 18-year-old kid in North Dakota who got run down and killed by a a Democrat. By Mr. Brandt. Mr. Brandt killed him. Murdered political re- murdered for being a, a Republican. The, remember the guy, he ran him down and killed him and wanted to yeah. said, I got to go. I got a job and a family. I can't stick around. His bail was set at 50 grand by comparison, Kyle Rittenhouse, who was, who, who shot three scumbags in self-defense. His bail was 2 million bucks. In case you were wondering if the whole friggin' system is rigged. Well, it is. Kaylor Ellingson has been ghosted. He is, he is no longer a person because he, uh, didn't he didn't agree with this sleaze bag in the White House? Steve Scalise shot, almost killed, inch of his life, shot by a Bernie bro. A committed Bernie bro was upset that they were taking, they were talking about repealing Obamacare. How about last week? Did, I don't even know his name. A Rubio campaign uh, canvasser, volunteer who was going door to door with a Rubio shirt and a uh, DeSantis hat, beaten severely. He, he needs facial reconstruction surgery because some Democrats said you're in the wrong neighborhood. They beat this kid within an inch of his life. How about Rand Paul attacked by his neighbor? Rand Paul broke six ribs, and I believe that they did serious damage to his lung. I think he might have actually had his lung removed. How about the 70-plus firebombings of Christ uh, pregnancy crisis centers? Zero arrests. Zero condemnation from Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden, the Associated Press, the New York Times, Mika Brzezinski. They are such liars. They're such frauds. I know I say this every day, but these people don't care about political violence. They love political violence. Hillary Clinton, you think she really cares about political? You think she really is upset when she sees another uh, church or pregnancy crisis center firebomb? Do you think Hillary Clinton gives a shit about Kaylor Ellingson? Of course not. She loves political violence. She's one of the biggest, biggest fans of political violence. But this, this, this is just outrageous. Some uh, friend of Paul Pelosi uh, wrestles, wrestles Paul, you know, two drunks in their underwear wrestling over a hammer. That's the end of the Republic. But I feel, I have a feeling it was a silicone hammer. Uh, yeah, man, there were a lot of jokes about the hammer, those hammers, you know, when two, when two guys are wrestling in their underwear, playing nude twister, 
playing a hot oil twister at two in the morning. Uh-huh. You don't usually see a hammer, but you know, things get out of control when you've had a couple of dudge, a couple of dozen scotches and maybe, you know, some other illicit substances, but may, you know what? I predict now we will never see the video, never see the, 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 uh, body cam video or the ring doorbell video or any video. We will never know why this house was not protected by security. Sort of like, gee, you want to see, you want a January 6th echo? Here's an echo for your associated press. Why was someone allowed to walk into speak the, to Nancy Pelosi's house at two in the morning? Um, oh, I don't know. Why were hundreds of, uh, MAGA people allowed to walk into the Capitol. Why did the Capitol Police open the doors for them? Why did they invite them in? Ask Nancy. Where's Nancy? Let's ask her. Maybe she has an answer. There's your echo to January 6th. But let's get to Joe Biden. I mean, we could do this for six hours, play these Democrat media frauds who don't give a damn about political violence when it's some 18-year-old kid who's, you know, not on their team gets run down and murdered. They have no interest. They don't even mention his name. They don't care. They applauded. We'll get to Nancy Pelosi's daughter who applauded the attack on Rand Paul and then was mortified when Rand Paul and others didn't immediately wish good luck to her drunken father. But listen to Biden. Was he out for ice cream? I think he was out for ice cream. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get to, we'll, we'll get to him voting too, which is hilarious. I mean, he just gets creepier. I, I, you know, I'm sure they're telling him to stop touching girls, your kids, your grandkids, whatever you stop showering with your, with your family members. He doesn't listen. He doesn't care. He can't help himself. You know what it's like. Sometimes you just get so aroused and caught up in the moment that you don't care about right or wrong. You just go with your carnal instincts. That's our president. But let's listen to him talk about the, the attack from Paul Pelosi's uh, buddy on Paul Pelosi the other night. Go ahead. The election was not real, that it's being stolen, that all the, all the malarkey that's being put out there undermine democracy. You can't just apologize and say the violence. It affects people's mentality. It affects how people think, particularly people who are not maybe as stable as other people. So the, the talk has to stop. That's the problem. That's the problem. You can't just say, I feel badly about the violence. We condemn it. Condemn what produces the violence. And this talk produces the violence. Oh, God. I'm, uh, you know, I need, I need a splash. And let me put some cold water on my face. This, this, this lying hypocrite, that is just infuriating. Can you quickly uh, just throw up a photo, maybe a video of Joe Biden in Philadelphia? I forget. What was that? Two months ago, if that in the Mussolini set with the red background and the Marines. And you had angry Joe Biden calling half the country insurrectionists, threats to democracy, fascists. There has never been a call to arms, at least in modern American history, from a president against half the country like this. This, I believe, was just before the murder of Kaylor Ellingson. This was a, 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 an absolute call to his side, to his people, to do what it takes to stop the MAGA people. They're not, they're not real Republicans. They're, they're, they're threats to our country, threats to our republic. There he is. <laughs> That's perfect. There he is, angry, full of vitriol, bitter, old man, 
calling half the country fascist and insurrectionist and threat to democracy. And essentially, that was a, a dog whistle to his side to go out there and break some heads. And he's going to condemn, he's going to blame the other side for the hippie nudist hemp make, hemp jewelry maker who was rolling around with Paul Pelosi in his underwear and, and things got a little out of hand. Good luck with that. That is the biggest, that is the craziest stretch. Here's the problem. This guy, this, this, this guy, Hillary, uh, Nancy Pelosi, Mika Brzezinski, the associate, all of them, what they live for right now, what they're praying for, begging for. If he was an actually a devout Catholic, he'd be in church praying, but we know he's a fraud praying for actual right-wing violence. That's what they want more than anything. They want somebody, they want another Charlottesville. One person died that day. The, the guy who did it's in prison forever. The guy, I guarantee you the guy who killed Kayla Ellingson will be out long before the, the MAGA guy from uh, Charlottesville. But they wake up every day praying there's actual right-wing violence they can exploit. It doesn't happen. It hasn't happened. Almost all the violence is from their side. So they'll take it and twist it and say the hippie nudist is some suddenly a MAGA guy and hope you believe it. That is just repulsive what the president said. Oh, yeah, the words have a, a consequences. The words, there's never been a, a, a politician who is more, more vividly asked for violence against the other side than that guy in Philadelphia a few weeks ago. But. All right, now, now let's get to Hillary's tweet. Hillary, perhaps the single biggest proponent of political violence in modern American history, she's disgusted that uh, Paul Pelosi's boyfriend got out of, things got out of hand with Paul Pelosi and his friend. Hillary tweets, uh, and oh, she's got a picture of uh, Pelosi's friend, David Pape. The Republican Party and its mouthpieces regularly spread, spread hate and deranged conspiracy theories. It is shocking, but not surprising that violence is the result as citizens. We must hold them accountable for their words and the actions that follow. All right. And she links to the LA times. This is this. We am in then Musk says in response, there's a tiny possibility. There might be more to the story than meets the eye. He's 100% right. Now he links to this conspiracy theory story from the uh, whatever Santa Monica observer. And, and then he deleted it because some of the stuff in there was not verified, but Hillary Clinton wants you to think the violence at Pelosi's house is the result of Republicans. How are these people not laughed out of the room? How is someone there going Hillary? I mean, what makes this guy a Republican? The fact that he allegedly said, where's Nancy? that's now a Republican battle cry. Where's Nancy? God, what a stretch. What a fraud. I, 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 I'm really starting to enjoy this story because these people, not, not the violence. I condemn it. I 100% condemn that violence, all violence period. But the length, the, 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 the efforts they're going to the, the pretzels they're twisting themselves in to tie this to Republicans a week before the election is downright hilarious. We have LeBron James tweet. Speaking of frauds, God, I'm, I'm not watching a lot of NBA these days, but I'm just hoping the the LA uh, Lakers continue to struggle because this fraud. This is from. Uh, oh, this is the, the the tweet about Elon Musk. This, this, this so so Elon so people like this whoever this guy Philip Lewis tweets that uh, 
because of Musk's take over, the, the N-word is now prevalent on the social media platform. I've been on Twitter all weekend. I'm on there a lot. I haven't seen the N-word once, not once, unless someone's, you know, writing uh, rap lyrics or hip-hop lyrics and singing, whatever, that's that's okay. And, and LeBron James says, I don't know Elon Musk and TBH. I could care less who owns Twitter. Okay, he's a moron. But I will say this if that is true, I hope he and his people take this very seriously because this is scary AF. So many damn unfit people saying hate speech is free speech. So some idiot says that N-words on Twitter and LeBron James immediately says this is scary as bleep. Uh, LeBron James, same guy that when the cop in Columbus, Ohio saved the young woman's life, clearly on video, put a target on him and said, you're next. And why that cop hasn't sued LeBron James yet is beyond me. God, I hope he does. What a fraud. Honest to God. You know Musk's, and, I, and maybe maybe it'll all go awry, and Musk will turn out to be a fraud and turn out to be a just as big of uh, a, a big a censor as the old guys. But you, I like, I'm enjoying his reign so far because he's driving all the right people insane, which is always my, my uh, barometer. If you drive the correct people out of their minds. You're okay with me. And Musk has done it. Do we have Jimmy Kimmel? Jimmy Kimmel is really upset that Elon Musk is going to restore free speech to Twitter. And I love when Jimmy Kimmel goes on the attack because there's not too many people which more with more skeletons in their closet, with more dirt in their past than Jimmy Kimmel. He literally calls Musk a piece of shit because Musk, again, is hoping to restore Free speech is has fired the censors, uh, so you don't get uh, you, you know you and may restore may may bring uh, Donald Trump back along with you know all kinds of conservatives uh, Babylon B might bring back Alex Jones who knows and you know Milo Yiannopoulos and Laura Loomer hardcore Democrats hardcore liberals like Jimmy Kimmel can't handle that. Just a reminder, I don't think it's all real with Jimmy. He'll he's doing this to fend off cancel culture. He knows that cancel culture only works one way. And if he were ever to go the other direction, like become a conservative at all, then the fact that he went in blackface a number of times that he dressed as Carl Malone, that he, I mean, there's video out there last night, people responding to him of him sticking his face in strange women's uh, asses. He uh, did a bit where he put like a something down his pants and girls had to reach down his pants. I mean, he's just a, a, a vulgar, dirty old man who found a way to survive and make whatever 10 million a year. It's to go with the go with the Democrats and assure that nobody will actually try to cancel him. He says it's been interesting over the years to watch. Musk blossom from the electric car, car guy into a fully formed piece of shit. Uh, and then he just got absolutely destroyed. People bringing back all those videos of him in blackface and him uh, abusing women and everything else. But it's cool because he's a a good, hardcore Democrat. He's not a funny guy. He's got no ratings, but he's on the right team. So Jimmy Kimmel never has to worry about uh, cancel culture. All right, before we move on from this wild story, a um, couple of questions. Uh, we asked about security. Why would this house not have security? Why did the you know alarms not go off when this guy broke in? Uh, Paul Pelosi called nine one one when he went 
when he got a bathroom break. So his friend, David DePapey, let, he was going to attack him. He had zip ties. He was going to hold him hostage, but he let him take a quick back bathroom break. <laughs> Is that usually what uh, hostage takers do? Kidnappers yeah. before they tie their victims up, they say, Oh, you need to use the men's room. Okay. We'll be here when you get back. It's just the whole story is, is already falling apart and we haven't even heard from the cops yet. That's, that's one of the, the big questions. And the third person, if we see the, if you don't see the body cam footage from the cops, if it's been buried and it probably will be, I mean, these Nancy Pelosi is a powerful person. They tried to get the, the can the footage uh, buried when this drunk was uh, smashing into people in his Porsche. I think they're probably going to get this video squashed, but if they don't, obviously we'll see the third person. The third person opened the door. Do you think it was another nudist hippie MAGA guy? Another friend? Of course it was a friend. He was just partying on, man. He's 82 and he doesn't want the party to end. That's the problem. Um, let's, before we move on, let we, let's listen to the 911 call because this is where he mentions that the attacker, you know, the hippie MAGA guy was a friend. That tells you a lot. This wasn't a break-in. A break-in by a friend? Uh, do those often happen? Friends breaking in, smashing windows? Not to my knowledge. Can we play? You can't hear much, but uh, you can hear him mention there's a friend. And it was a wellness check because there was some code used between Pelosi and the, uh, Paul Pelosi and the dispatcher. And they sent the cops quickly. I heard the police chief bragging about that, saying they knew something was wrong. They could sense it wasn't just a, a routine wellness check. So they went quickly to the uh, Pelosi home and probably saved his life. And he didn't start bashing Pelosi until the cops arrived. That's another weird one. So the cops arrive. They're hanging out. There's a hammer. They're in their underwear. And he immediately starts bashing him in front of the cops and the cops tackle him. Of course, if he weren't a white guy, they'd have shot him. But yeah, that's how that goes. But let's listen to the nine one one call for what it's worth. A priority nine ten two six four zero Broadway, cross of Scott and Normandy. A fourteen hour copy. RP stated that there's a male in the home and that he's going to wait for his wife. RP stated that he doesn't know who the male is, but he advised that his name is David and that he is a friend. RP sounded somewhat confused. Call so we're back and copy. Units code 3 to 2640 Broadway for 14 hours. Everyone call the license division units on scene 2640 Broadway. Special call, special call medic 66, location 2640 Broadway. Uh, a friend. I, I know they will try to bury it today. They'll probably be like, you know, you know, very few questions of the cops. Was he really a friend? Imagine being this guy's friend. Read his history. He's, he's got been accused of pedophilia. You know, just a, as he lived in a bus like he was Alexander Supertramp for a while. Just a, a, a creep, just a scummy, creepy, freaky, whacked out left wing, you know, San Francisco lunatic wandering on. There's a picture of him at a naked wedding. He's naked. He's big into nudist nudism. Uh, man, Paul Pelosi has some strange friends. I'm not sure we'll ever get to the bottom of it. Uh, that much I know. Paul Pelosi likes to play when Nancy's off in D.C. And he just can't, 
He likes to play and he likes to go hard deep into the night. I hope I'm as spunky. And his friends. When I'm 92. He says, uh, um, my friend broke into my house and drank for a few hours, did a ton of poppers and explained each other's bodies. That's uh, your 9-11 emergency. Yeah, things got a little out of hand with my new friend or old friend or whatever. But hopefully we'll learn more today. Like I said, there's a few people. There's a few reporters, not many, who are trying to get to the truth. And we'll see from the San Francisco PD today just how far they're going to go to protect King Nancy, Queen Nancy, and uh, and uh, I'm going to guess now that the AP has started the ball rolling, the rest of the media is going to run with this eerie echoes of January 6th. Yeah, good luck with that. Good luck with that. And uh, man, uh, like, and Nancy Pelosi is going to attack the Republicans too for you know not all reaching out to her. By the way, let me know when Nancy Pelosi condemns the attacks on pregnancy crisis centers or attacks the, she, she not only didn't condemn the attack on Kavanaugh, she brushed it off like no big deal. She laughed at the uh, people tearing down statues and destroying buildings. She thought that was cool. Nancy Pelosi is the biggest fraud of them all. She loves political violence as long as she can use it, as long as it's against her enemies or she can exploit it and uh, lie about it like she's doing here. But all right, let's move on. We got so much to get to on this Halloween Monday. We'll get to the NFL, but we got to do the Stephen A. story. Uh, by the way, did you find out when Fetterman's on the View? Find out that I need. I'm all excited about it already. I can't wait. I've never actually watched the View, but John Fetterman going on the View is going to be hilarious. I got to take credit. I didn't have a good weekend with my NFL picks, but I did make one good prediction um, last week. John Fetterman, the brain-damaged Democrat from Pennsylvania, had the worst performance in America, debate performance in American political history. Joe Biden said extra legroom on airplanes was racist, and Kamala Harris swooned over yellow school buses. She, she just shared her infatuation with yellow school buses. And at the end of that week, Saturday Night Live did a whole big open, cold open, making fun of Herschel Walker, Dr. Oz, and Carrie Lake. No mention, or very, you know, mentioned Fetterman in passing. And it was so bad. It was so unfunny. It was so just awkwardly awful. Uh, You you almost can't believe it. I am become, yes, I, I, I watch, I hate watch. And I watch it in amazement of how unfunny it is. And it's obvious why these are just not funny people. The writers are terrible. The, ca- the cast is terrible. And they're blind partisans who watch that Fetterman performance and say, nah, I don't think we can get any laughs out of this. Let's go make fun of the black guy in, 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 in Georgia. That's what they did. And it was just, as you'd expect, awful. They did a, a little bit of Fetterman and Biden on the, uh, the weekend update with uh, Colin Jost and Michael Che, but that was about it. Um, anyway, we'll get to the NFL. I want to get to the Stephen A thing because there, is there a, is there a bigger pampered, spoiled puke in the media than Stephen A Smith? No, honest to God, Stephen A Smith to review makes $13 million a year. I have the story right here from, uh, Andrew Marchand, I believe in the New York post. They did this. Uh, yes, they, they did this last year because I don't know if you remember, but Maria Taylor, do I have that right? Yeah, Maria Taylor was demanding Stephen A. Smith money or she was going to leave. Yeah, Her contract ran out with ESPN. 
Maria Taylor's this mean girl that destroyed, uh, who's the, uh, the redhead that, that he, she destroyed because they caught her talking about her off, uh, off in a, in a Rachel uh, Nichols, uh, Rachel Nichols. She destroyed her, got them to fire her. She's this young black woman who feels so entitled, so empowered. She demanded Stephen A. Smith money. In other words, 13, 12 million. I'm, I'm sorry, 12 million a year, according to the New York Post. She demanded 12 million a year. Nobody even knows who she is. She's not particularly talented. She just checks a lot of boxes. She jumped ship, went to, went to NBC, I believe. Isn't she on uh, Sunday Night Football? Just mm-hmm. another, you know, brainless sideline reporter saying, yeah, coach said they have to stop the run and run the ball. Blah, blah, blah. Thought she, uh, thought she was worth Stephen A money. Now, Stephen A brings in eyeballs. I have no doubt that he, he's, he's a valuable guy at ESPN. Is he worth 12 million a year? I don't know. Stephen A actually went on television and said he's underpaid. And guess why? <laughs> because he's black. God, the, 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 I mean, there's nobody more spoiled, more delusional, more, more of a narcissist than Stephen. You're making 12 million to just to go on these unhinged rants, which are all theater, which are all pretend, pretend that you're, you know, Nick's lost and it's killing you and all that. He's just an actor. And I realize he's a big personality. He's on TV all the time and they, and they like him, but he wants you to believe if he weren't black, he'd be making more money. First of all, if he weren't black, he probably would have been fired with all the other white guys, you know, Mike Golick and uh, Kenny Maine and all those other guys, they blew out of there because they were uh, going younger and checking many, many boxes. There's no place more woke than ESPN. But uh, let's listen to this clown. Tell you he deserves more than 12 million. If he were white, he'd be making more than $12 million a year. Go ahead. We are still black in this country. We (laughs) don't trust this country in terms of meritocracy always. We know the bottom line is, is that just like women are underpaid compared to male counterparts, Blacks are underpaid compared to white counterparts. And so when you look at it from that perspective, and of course, I have people look at me. I'm not talking about me, even though I got news for you. I am underpaid compared to some people on television and what they get paid. But that's a subject for another day. I ain't apologizing for that to a damn. So I am underpaid. Having said all of that, it ain't about me. I am underpaid. He goes on and just does these rants. Everybody knows he's a, he's a calm. He's a, He's a cartoon character. I Sometimes I enjoy him, sometimes I don't. But it's all just, again, it's all theater. He doesn't really believe 90% of the stuff he says. He gets $12 million a year and he complains, you know, because it's racist. Honest to Christ, these people are just so delusional and spoiled and entitled and pampered. And, and Maria Taylor, who she could walk down time, through Times Square and nobody would recognize her. She brings not one extra eyeball to a game when she's on the sideline. Not one Mm-mm. was demanding the same money as Stephen A. She didn't get it. So she jumped ship. I mean, we are just, uh, this is just a whole generation of these people that somehow believe they are special, that they have these singular talents worth uh, more than 12 million a year. All right, let me do Shay. And then we're going to get to the NFL I could do Nancy. I could do Paul Pelosi all night. I can't wait for some new developments on this because I don't know. We're going to see two things before we move on. We're going to see them lying and gaslighting and pretending it's all about whatever MAGA. And 
we're going to see speculation because, you know, that's what we're going to see on Twitter and other places. Rumors about Paul Pelosi's double life. That's my guess. I have no facts, but I'm going to guess he's a wild man that everybody in that area knows that see him late night in the bars, trolling the bars, looking for action when Nancy is out of town. And Nancy is always out of town. No security, no driver, by the way, drives himself drunk in his Porsche. No security, bites old friends over at two in the morning. We're going to find out Paul Pelosi is like, I don't know, we all know someone like that, don't we? I've, I've known a couple people like that in my life who just push it, pedal to the metal at all times, are always looking for that next party, that next, and, and, and like to live a little dangerously. That is Paul Pelosi. Doesn't make him a bad guy, but... Uh, we should all be honest about it when they, the San Francisco police should be honest about it. The media should tell tell us, just say it's not her. It's not Nancy. It's her husband, but her husband is a freaking degenerate. That's my guess. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, let's do Shane. Then we'll do our NFL rundown. This is uh, for you homeowners and home builders out there. Did you know that shake concrete, has a huge selection of precast concrete steps. Of course you did. I've been telling you about this. This is the best thing. I think it might be the best thing they do is their precast concrete steps. Whether you're building a new home or you need to replace an old staircase in an old home, Shea has great values with designs for any home. Available in concrete, or you can customize the steps with beautiful stone, granite, or brick. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front, front entrance of your home. In most cases, they can remove the old stairs and have you walking up your new front steps within hours. Just like that, you call Shay, they come over, they take the old steps away, which, by the way, they're really heavy. That is a pain in the ass. They take the old steps away, they put the new steps. You can sit in the window with the AC cranking and watch it all happen, and when they're done, your house looks better, and it's worth more. This isn't an expense. This is an investment in your home. Check it out. You can learn more about Shay's precast concrete steps at shayconcrete.com. And, by the way, you can also look for a job there. You can go to Shea Concrete. Or get on shakeconcrete.com. They're always hiring. It's a great company, a great place to work. Maybe it's time for you to upgrade your profession and go work for Shea. Check that out as well at shakeconcrete.com. All right, uh, got one got one right this week. That would be the Patriots Jets. I can't believe we had any doubts uh, about this at all. I obviously got to see why the Patriots are favored. Let me just say this. I got bad news for New York Jets, for Montante, for Mike Greenberg and all those Jets fans, the real and fake ones. Your quarterback absolutely sucks. Now, I realize oftentimes people make everything about the quarterback, especially people who don't know anything about football. They just watch and they say everything is either won or lost on the quarterback. I have never in my life seen a worse performance by an NFL quarterback. He's in the second year. He was the second pick in the draft. He is a bust. I'm, I'm sorry, Montante, and I'll explain why. He doesn't appear to have the smarts to play quarterback. He's an NFL quarterback who doesn't know how to throw the ball away. I don't think I've ever seen that before. Some Somehow, Zach Wilson thinks you have to keep it close to the sideline when you throw the ball away. Like, you can't throw it in the stands. You know, that wouldn't. So he threw it away twice to Devin McCourty. Both were throwaways. They were just plays to kill the clock to avoid the sack. And he threw it to Devin McCourty. I don't think I've ever seen a dumber pass than the first McCourty pick. There was no receiver. He was throwing it away. And somehow this guy, who's an NFL quarterback, 
thought there was a reason to keep it near the sideline while throwing the ball away. That was remarkably stupid, even for a New York jet. And I'll tell you what else I learned about Zach Wilson watching this. The the four-game winning streak had nothing to do with him. He had one touchdown pass coming into this game. He had two yesterday. Uh, But he had three picks, I believe. He had three picks. Uh, He's freaking terrible. And he's mobile. And he's young and mobile. But mobile only helps when you can throw on the run. Mobile, as we learned last night, as we saw last night, and neither of these guys were great last night, Aaron Rodgers against uh, Josh Allen. But when they get outside the pocket, they're still looking downfield. And when things break down, they that's when they make some of their biggest plays. Josh Allen gets out of the pocket. He's deadly, not just running, obviously. But he could find guys who break open. And it kills defenses. You know, they flush him out. They chase him. He runs. He throws. Did Zach Wilson make one throw outside the pocket that was even remotely accurate? You flush him out of the pocket, he sucks. He panics. He throws the ball to the wrong team. He doesn't know when to stop and throw. He throws off his back foot. He is friggin' awful. Uh, but I guess we should expect that from the New York Jets. Their, their resurgence was an illusion. That's it's my theory watching this. Their resurgence, they had a... Their, their stud running back got hurt. He's out. That kills him. But they're relying on this quarterback who, has, who to me, is, is, uh, is going to be a bust. He just doesn't have it mentally. He does not know what he's doing back there. And it's not like it's his first game. It's his second year. He's supposed to be one of these kids that was playing, you know, in a, in a shotgun, throwing the ball, you know, 50 times his whole life, high school, college. Supposed to be one of those guys. And he's not. He absolutely stinks. And the Patriots took advantage of it, and they will win the second game against the Jets. The Patriots, to me, right now, you do your power rankings in the AFC East. Clearly, the Bills are the best. They won again. Uh, they're six and one. Then the Dolphins. Tua looked spectacular yesterday. Dolphins are clearly the second best team. Then your Patriots and the Jets. That's the rundown in the AFC East. Um, the Bills showed they don't even need. Josh Allen to carry them last night. They went against Green Bay. Their defense won them the game. They are the best team. I know the Eagles are undefeated, but hell, they're the best team in the AFC, and uh, they're fun to watch. And uh, it wasn't one of those games where 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 Josh Allen just lit it up. But God, he's fun. They're just a fun team to watch, um, and they just destroyed Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, what three and five now? Tom Brady yeah. and Aaron Rodgers are both three and five, I believe. Terrible. Right? Yeah. Unreal. I wouldn't have thought. I'm surprised Rodgers is playing as bad as he is because he had that whole offseason about how he was doing psychedelic drugs and he's never he's got, felt better. Uh, yeah. You know what? He's got no help. He's got no help. They ran the ball all night because he doesn't trust any of his receivers. He needs, he misses Devontae Adams. He, he yeah, no, I'm, he's, and and he and Brady are both going to miss the playoffs. That's amazing. I'm looking at Zach Wilson right now. He's the 34th rated quarterback in the NFL with a 71 rating. Three TDs, five picks in five games. He's friggin' terrible. And before we wrap this up, and uh, I, I do want to mention the dumbest, the, the, you know, once the Patriots was pretty much over and out of, out of reach, I go to red zone as usual. I get in my usual red zone trance. And um, I saw that just the most amazingly stupid play, the Carolina Panthers versus the Atlanta Falcons, right? No. Yeah. 
Yep. I mean, it's not a game you'd normally give a damn about, but the Panthers hit a, uh, a, a amazing, they're, they're down six. Yeah, down six. And the, in the final minute, they go deep, uh, P.J. Walker to, uh, to D.J. Moore, I believe. Check that for me. And D.J. Moore makes this grab at the goal line, scores a touchdown, ties the game. Just an amazing play, credible play. The play's going, I mean, just, just phenomenal, uh, dramatic, exciting play. And this moron, D.J. Moore, who's been in the league, he's played 71 games, I believe in his fifth year, went to Maryland, decides that he scores this, uh, this touchdown out of your dreams to win the game in the final seconds. Says, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take my helmet off. Now, you're again, you're not particularly bright ironhead, but did you know there was a rule against that? Yeah, it's a penalty. Uh, most famously with the Stefan Diggs when he when he did it when he was playing with the Vikings uh, okay, and the okay. Saints. Here's here's two things that the modern NFL players don't seem to know. You can't do that. And you can't um they they, they don't uh, and they don't seem to know when to go out of bounds. I watch all these games in the final minutes and they stay in bounds and you go, what the hell are you doing? You get out of bounds and they don't seem to understand that. And then in the case of Zach Wilson, they don't understand the throwaway, but there it is. This is video of DJ Moore scoring the touchdown and immediately taking his helmet off to celebrate. Now, again, I'm not, I'm not in the NFL. I knew this. I knew this. I've known this for years. You can't take your helmet off. It's like the call against the Jets, which killed them. The, the pick six. And it's a roughing call, right? It's not really a roughing call. It's a stupid rule. It's ridiculous how far they go to protect the QBs. But the defense has to know that that's what they do. So you're not actually being penalized for roughing. You're being penalized for being an idiot, for being a dumbass. It doesn't cause any great harm to take your helmet off, but it's a rule. Everybody should know the rule. How do you not know the rule? This is amazing. This is a 65-yard touchdown in the final, how much time is left? 14 12 seconds? 12 seconds, yeah. 12 seconds. It's as dramatic as you get. An amazing score. And this freaking moron, he should immediately be benched. He should be fined. He should be shunned. They should make him wear a dunce cap into all the team meetings. They end up missing the extra point because the 15-yard pushes him back to whatever is 45 yards. The field goal kicker missed another easy field goal to win it, and then the uh, and then the Falcons pulled it out, and the uh, Panthers lost because this moron thinks, you know what I'll do? Look at him immediately. His first reaction is to take his helmet off. I mean, that's incredible. How do you not know that? And even if you have some doubt, what makes you take your helmet off? By the way, I'm so sick of this thing where you you pick off a pass. And the whole team has to run down the field to the end zone to lay down and pose. Sometimes, you know, it's a tip ball or it's just a, a, it's a, it's a hail Mary. You don't really do anything great. You just pick the ball off. So what? It's your job. And you really feel like you have to run all the way down the field and lay down. And I mean, I know I'm, you know, I'm an old man yelling at clouds, but it's just stupid. Yeah. Go ahead. Blame the kicker. I knew the dude. Automatic. Automatic. 
You know what would have been automatic? An extra point from the normal spot would have been automatic. But this moron decides to take his helmet off. I can't imagine betting on the Panthers or bet or rooting for the Panthers and have to watch this idiot think, you know what I want to do? Get my face on camera. Just the dumbest thing of all. Idiot. All right. Before we go, I almost forgot. Joe Biden voted yesterday. Big day, you know. Two two things notable about this. And he loves to vote. You know, it's a, uh, it's exercising your 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 rights as an American citizen. It feels good. I like to vote. I can't wait to. I've got. I got to get the goal. The Boston Globe guideline on the uh, referendum questions because I wait to see how they tell you to vote, and I do the opposite. I'm serious. So I'll be voting on election day, like all good Americans do. But Joe Biden voted early. He voted in this Jim Crow 2.0 state. And before we get to that, I want you to show him voting because he shows his ID. He goes with his granddaughter and they show their IDs. Now, I don't know about you, but I feel like I'm living in deep South in the Miss in Mississippi in like the 1870s. This is an example of Jim Crow. This is, this is apartheid. This is, this is clan stuff. They ask Joe Biden and his granddaughter, could we see your ID please, Mr. President? I don't know why we tolerate this kind of disgusting racism in America today, but he shows the ID. He votes. What do you bet if you could see his ballot? He screwed something up. What do you <laughs> bet that he screwed something? He, he didn't write between the lines or, you know, he, he did something. You know he did. But he votes with his granddaughter. You know, cameras are all there. And they give you that little sticker. And this is the highlight of Joe Biden's weekend. The sticker on his area showing his ID, and look at these, look at these racist clans people sitting at the desk. These poll workers, honest to God, they should wear clan hoods. They ask for IDs. Is, have you ever seen anything more racist in your life? Might as well make them go to the back of the bus. I mean, it's like slavery. Watching this, I don't know how we tolerate this in America. These absolute racist ends. White supremacist asking Joe Biden and his granddaughter, look at that. She's showing her ID. Honest to God. Disgusting in this day and age. Showing an ID to vote. What is next? We're going to bring back slavery? Sharecropping? What are we going to do next? <laughs> Three-fifths? We're going to bring back Jim Crow? Anyway, after they vote, Joe gets to put a sticker on his little granddaughter. She's a cutie. Let's be honest. And this... Let's, let's be honest. This is the highlight of Joe's weekend. Ooh, he has a sticker that says I voted. And he says, where do you want me to put it to? Ooh, right on her left breast. And then, oh, time to go in for the kiss on the lips. He loves voting. He loves it. He grabbed her breast and then kissed her on the mouth. And he's like, uh, ooh, we're going to shower later. <laughs> oh. All right, what are you doing for Halloween, Ironhead? You dressing up? Going down to um, Winthrop with the kids. Winthrop? You realize how hard that is to get to? Yeah, I have family that lives there. Yeah, that sucks. It does. Are we you do dressing it, up? We do it every year. I'm not. No, we do it every year and uh, bring the kids there and just pull one of those wagons with booze in it. So. Yeah, sounds exciting. You should go as uh, AOC's husband. It wouldn't take a lot of effort. I'm already done. Go as AOC's husband. <laughs> I hate that one. My wife's so into it. She like wears like costumes all day and she put decorates everything and gets all kinds of candy, which, you know, you don't get a lot of trick or treaters, so I get to eat it. But uh, I just like to get this over with because I, I get to have a, a beer tonight for the first time in a month. I made it through another sober October 
Yes, that is uh, that is the upset of the day. Forget the uh, forget the uh, NFL games or whatever. The upset of the day. Me made it through another sober October. Unfortunately, I don't feel like it did any. I don't feel like a new man. I don't feel like I didn't lose any weight or sleep anything. Whatever. So I'll be uh, cracking a cold one tonight, and uh, maybe I'll be maybe I'll be hurting tomorrow. Who knows? Probably not though. I'll just have. Just have one or two as I watch Monday night football. I I don't give out raisins. I give out full-size candy bars. Damn it. We'll give out full-size Snickers or full-size Kit Kats. I think Kit Kats. I like Kit Kats. Me too. I will. uh, I'm looking forward to it. Sure I am. All right. Happy Halloween. Happy birthday, Kirk Menahan. Happy sober October to me. We will leave it there tomorrow. I promise all the latest, all the latest updates and news and breaking news and, and rumors. We're going to have all the latest rumors about the uh, Paul Pelosi, David DePape uh, night to get late night together. I, my, my sources tell me they were playing hot oil twister in their underwear, (laughs) but you know, that's my sources. I get sources all over the place. That's what they tell me. And things got out. You know what? David, the hippie, the the hippie nudist accused Paul of cheating in Nude Twister, and things got ugly from there. Unfortunately, the cops showed up just in time. Take it to the bank, Associated Press. That's going to all come out today. You'll see. But we will leave it there. Thanks to everyone for listening. Thank you, Ironhead. Happy Halloween. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is The Callahan Show, and we will do it again tomorrow. Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me I'm not Like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify.